Hello, and welcome to episode number 64. 64. Yeah, I don't, 64. I don't even try to check anymore. 64, <laughs> it's 64. <laughs> episode 64 is what we're on. Alright, let's say that. And we're doing the films of... Oh man, I can't ever remember the dude's name. It's like vaguely... Panos... Panos Cosmatos. Yeah, it's like I knew it sounded like really weird, kind of. I mean, yeah. Greek, I guess. Is he Greek? Panos Cosmatos. That's a freaking kick-ass name, though. Yeah, it's like a little background for this guy. This guy, his 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 dad's name is George Cosmatos, and he's a he's a director as well. And he directed uh, Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Nice. He directed he directed Cobra. He directed oh. Tombstone. You know, it's like wow. So he's pretty like, and he's he directed Leviathan, which is another great movie. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of disputes on like what. First Tombstone, there's a lot of like back and forth on who actually directed it, blah blah blah. But I mean, either way, I, I mean, I, yeah, it's an icon. It's definitely an iconic film, as well as I would his say name, his name though. his name is on it. So, <laughs> um, because you know, really, when people think of Rambo, they don't think of like First Blood Rambo. They think of First Blood Part Two Rambo. Yeah, that that was another too. Like, like Sylvester Stallone is is notorious for taking credit for everything, even though he hasn't done anything. Yeah. So, like, I think he takes credit for a lot of like that movie and of I think Cobra as well. But I mean, it's I don't know why you would hire the guy twice if you're just going to do it yourself or like have to do it yourself. I mean, it's like unless you're just like a dick, which I mean, Stallone might be. Like, a dick. Dick, yeah. Well, you know, and it could be that maybe he's the guy who really gets it done. And he doesn't yeah. say anything when Sylvester Stallone, um, you know, yeah. hires him. You know, like everybody has that guy that you work mm. with who doesn't do shit. But then whenever, <laughs> whenever it's time to take fucking credit for things, he's like right there. So maybe you know he made First Blood Part Two, and it was this amazing, huge success. And Sylvester Stallone went out and was like, "Yeah, I totally did that." And the real director was just like, well, whatever, let him say what the fuck he wants. It's a good film. I'll be happy with it. So then the next movie, he was like, shit, man, I'm hiring him back because he made a good movie and let me take the credit for it. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, the funny story about Cobra is he rewrote, it's based on a book, right? And I don't think it has anything to do with the book, honestly. <laughs> but, right. but like, like Sylvester Stallone rewrote so much of, I guess, the script like somehow he like he wrote, he wrote so much of this the story that he even tried to get his name put on the novel itself. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? wow. Like after the fact, <laughs> like, like what? yeah, like, that's like a, what's that's a set of balls right there? I mean, <laughs> I could see you saying like, okay, look, I've done so much rewriting that I would like co-author credit on the script like okay sure sure to, you know to get the novels hey i know you wrote this book like maybe five maybe even ten years before the movie <laughs> was even in concept form but uh you should put my name on it too <laughs> it's like i was like what that's insane yeah, so maybe he's, he's rambo he's probably not the best source but uh anyway so this guy is like i mean i mean he's comes from like almost like a workman like like director which i think is kind of cool so i think that no, nobody too famous but he he's done 
some pretty good stuff yeah, honestly i think that's... he's probably, uh, uh, if you go back through i bet you you'd think his stuff is actually pretty underrated as a director probably with his couple films because yeah. i like them all they're all like solidly done you mean yeah absolutely um it may but, also anyway. explain his obsession with the 80s too you got all these like well, yes. tombstone was 90s <laughs> but cobra cobra and first blood were you know huge 80s movies um, yeah, I think I think yeah, I think I think yeah, they were like on the cusp or something like that. But yeah, they're they're in that genre for sure. Although it's weird because his movies, neither Mandy nor um, Beyond the Black Rainbow, made me think of any of the, his father's movies that you mentioned. Um, and like one thing I really wanted to point out, I kept thinking when I watched uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow, was how much it seemed like um, the movie THX one one three eight. Um, yeah definitely i really yeah, sure. i was like wow i mean even though you know the story and the tone i don't know maybe the, mm. maybe it was the tone that was the same like the story was totally different and the look was just so close and that that whole kind of like constant like buzzing in the, the background and everything yeah. was like white on white in that weird like futuristic but not futuristic kind of way yeah they don't really tell you where this what this place is or what what's going on there it just, it just seems nefarious obviously yeah. <laughs> and, and this I, woman this woman's there against her will it seems like so. yeah and i kind of i kind of did like that about this the, the black rainbow movie was that like not only did mm -hmm. it not explain it but like it didn't apologize for not explaining it at all or and it wasn't like oh there's like some hidden <clears> meaning it's just like whatever you're going to accept that this is reality uh, and I feel like that was kind of like kind of the point of the movie was that 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 girl had mm. to accept that that's what her reality was. Yeah, I like I like I like that I like that stuff better than I explaining stuff better than like the Mandy. I think Mandy getting the Mandy a little bit. They did a little too over explaining of some stuff. I thought. Yeah. Like with the with the, with like the bikers, I I, I like I would have liked to have like had them more like unknown type presences almost like because yeah. at first you're like oh shit these these guys are like demon bikers these, like from like the fucking they've been summoned but then you're just like oh they're just bikers that took like some shitty acid and now they're fucked up forever yeah it kind of it kind of would have been better to leave it the question whether they were actually mystical <clears throat> or just yeah. shitty bikers uh yeah and now mandy i i would say overall i liked mandy a lot more um, I, I mean, I thought mm -hmm. both movies were good, although yeah. Black, the Black Rainbow, the only reason I thought it was really good was because it like literally made my skin crawl. Like I was uncomfortable <laughs> and feverish for the whole movie where I, I just, you know, vaguely disturbed. Like I was like, I don't really know what's going on and <laughs> yeah. I still like have to keep watching and I just keep getting more and more disturbed by it. Um, yeah, I, I love I like both these movies a lot, and I like the guy, and I I don't want to like diss his movies, but I was like, but both of them need to be like twenty minutes shorter. Like yeah. honestly, like a little goes a long way, and like the shots are beautiful, but you don't need all five minutes of like that, that take that you did, dude. Like you need to yeah. like you can like, dude, you can get like it's crazy. Yeah, he's driving down the road. We get it. He's okay, <laughs> still driving down the fucking road. And I mean, I'm not even talking about one specific instance. It was like every time they were driving down the road, they had to be like driving down the road. Okay, we're still driving. Nothing's happening, but we're still driving down the fucking road. That's that's funny that you mentioned that too, because I read an interview with him, and he says that's some of his favorite stuff to shoot. 
is people driving down the road. He's like, it's so, it feels so peaceful and serene. And uh-huh. like, it looks like it's like, a, that makes, it makes sense. And that's all he shoots. Yeah. No, I definitely noticed that. Like, I was like, why? I mean, you know, and you're right. It did look really cool, but it looked cool for yeah. 30 seconds. After 30 seconds, it kind of got monotonous. Yeah. That's what the, I think with Mandy, man, Mandy's like two hours and something. And like, it's like, it was funny. Cause last night I told Leslie, I was like, Oh, you should watch this. And she watched like an hour of it uh, a couple of days ago. She's like, I don't know. It's, it's like, she's like, it is really slow. And then last, last night, Emmett went to bed and I was like, Hey, do you want to finish? And man, uh, Mandy, she's like, nah, I don't know. I was like, I was like, well, you got past all the, all the boring stuff. You're getting to the part where he's going to start killing people. It's like, you've already, you've already paid your penance. Yeah. Where they get the, get the payoff now. Right. And I'm not sure if she like, it's like watching those two chunks, like kind of like watching just the second half last night. It's still like, the second half is still like where all the action is, all the meat is. Yeah, it still could be. It could still be shorter. Like some of the shots are just like, okay, we're just looking at Nicolas Cage look at you for twenty minutes. Like yeah. that's, I don't need that <laughs> okay. in my life. Uh, yeah, I, I really <laughs> loved Mandy though for its sense of humor. Yeah, um, which which Beyond the Black Rainbow didn't really seem to have a whole lot of humor. No, it's it. not. There, this guy doesn't seem to have be very funny. It's like, no, uh, and, you know, and it, it could be that the, all the humor in Mandy was like actually unintentional, but it came out like really funny. Like the part where the part where he's talking uh, to the one um, like biker, and he says, "Do you have a death wish?" Nicholas Cage goes, like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Great line. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. And and when he goes to his friend's house to get the guns, he's like, yeah, yeah. what are you hunting? He's like, Jesus freaks. And his buddy <laughs> goes, oh, I didn't know they were in season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had some good lines. And I'm pretty sure like Nick Cage like helped it along in like his 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 face is just like sometimes hilarious. Yeah, even if it's not supposed to be. Uh, and I thought it was cool that he kind of addressed the the dark side of like LSD. Um, from <laughs> my experiences with LSD, it's like I always found that you know there's a real sinister side to taking psychedelics. That mm, uh, yeah. you know that people who are real into psychedelics are real quick to gloss over and be like, oh no, it's this cosmic experience, and you'll understand God and stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, that's that's true, but. At the same time, you can take LSD and freaking see nothing but demons and hell and freaking mm-hmm. chaos and horror. And I know that, you know, it's happened to me on a mild scale, but I've known people who it's happened like on an extreme scale where they just completely fucking bugged out because all they saw yeah. was evil and Satan and the devil and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I never had that experience, but like, I, it's one of those things where it's like, now I would never dare to take it. Yeah, like I said, I was like older. Like I feel like it's, it's a, it's a, you should take it when you're young if you're gonna take it. Take it when you're like your teens or twenties. Yeah, when you're like kind of a little more open to stuff, I think. But like if you're like now, like, like I don't know. Like I, I think I would just flip the fuck out right yeah. now. Like if I took it now, it's like because it's like you have so many more like kind of thoughts and ideas about things and like. You have a lot more things running around in your head that you yeah. don't when you're twenty. And more, <laughs> yeah, more stress and anxiety and. Um, yeah, and like I haven't taken it since you know twenty years or something crazy yeah. like that. Um, but I mean, like even back then, I remember there was a couple times where like everything just felt like really sinister and evil, and I thought that was kind of cool to see somebody make mm. a horror movie sort of based around that. And the villain was just plain fucking awesome. Like what? A, what an awesome cult leader that guy was. 
<laughs> he did. I did want him to get murdered every time he was on screen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like uh, I don't know if you ever read Reddit, but there used to be a subreddit called Punchable Faces, and it was <laughs> just like pictures of people who you wanted to punch in the face, and like that guy definitely would have got a million upvotes on Punchable Faces. <laughs> That's that was like one of the parts where it's like I, you could have cut out, you could have had like a minute of this where his like his speech to Mandy herself. It's it's like, God, how long is that? Like, I mean, it might be five minutes, but that's that's like five minutes is a long time for have this yeah. one guy speaking really slow. Everybody speaks really slow and kind of like like um, measured, yeah. which is fine. But like after after a while, you're just like, okay, just spit it out, spit it out, please, just spit it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like the ad, like the guy who's making the acid, that guy was like, it took him twenty minutes to say like a line. I was like, come on, man! Like at this point, I was like, I just want to get to the, the bikers. Come on, man! <laughs> like yeah, we need we need chaos. And uh, I do love that Mandy laughed at him after he went through that whole big speech. She was just like, dude, you got a little dick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was great, and then Nick Cage and her were great together. Sure, like, yeah, like they're they're, they're scenes together. It was just an hour of it, which I didn't know if it needed. But, uh. Well, and especially since the last few Nicolas Cage movies I've seen, I didn't think he did very well in. It seemed like he'd kind of lost his chops and was, like, phoning it in. But it seemed like he really gave himself, gave a performance for this. Even if it was kind of measured and toned down a little, That I thought that made it even better. And I, I mean, yeah, I don't know about his, like, his, like, his performance is crazy at the end, which is great. And then, yeah, I... I thought he was really good, and like, like when you see like he puts out like six movies a year, it's like, like and most of them are trash. Right. It's nice to see him do something like worthy of him of his his ability because I think he's a good actor. It's just yeah, I've always I've he just got to pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he must have a lot of child support or something. He, I think he spends a lot on a bunch of junk. I think, or back in the day, he like he would spend loads of money on just like the dumbest shit and i think it's just catching up to him yeah that makes that makes sense um i've never heard of it i i really kind of like this because this sort of predates stranger things uh but it seems like it really kind of captures that idea of stranger things like i mean they even use like the same fonts and the colors and um beyond the black rainbow i think yeah for sure predates stranger things yeah um and but, like, both of them sort of had that feel that Stranger Things had, the whole sort of cheesy B, 80s mm. horror movie that you got from back in the day. Uh, mm. But I don't think it kind of gloried in the 80s. Like, I don't know if you've seen Stranger Things, but, like, it, yeah. you know, half the show is just a reference to, like, what it was like to be a kid in the 80s. And this definitely <laughs> celebrates the fact that both of those uh movies took place in the 80s but it doesn't like over overdo it sort of shove it in your face yeah stranger things is almost like the first like the first season at least it's just like you're just pointing out things that they're referencing or like things that you used to do that they do and that's just that so yeah that's i think it's i mean that stuff's making kind of a comeback it's kind of like in a lot of horror movies that type of 80s style is kind of coming back for good or for Bill, you know? Right. 
Well, and that, and that is it's a good question because you can make a very valid point or you know a real good argument that the '80s were kind of the golden era of modern horror uh, mm. because they were just cranking them out. One, I mean, you know, kids loved to go see them. I used to go see them. Used to go see them. That was, you know, teenagers yeah. just freaking ate. It didn't matter if if there was a bunch of kids having sex and getting stabbed, like they were going to see it. Uh, yeah, but you know, I mean, part of the part of the problem with that was it really lost a lot of its innovation, and all just sort of mm. followed the John Carpenter fa format of, you know, some slasher comes and kills a bunch of teenagers, and then the virgin chick stops him, and you don't mm. really see a whole lot of innovation in horror until I don't know maybe later in the nineties. Yeah, like like well, John Carpenter like. His movies were always like like had more going for him when like nobody else could like basically match it. It's like it's the like same thing with like like when, when movies do mirror the eighties movies, they're mirroring the good and the bad, which is like I'm not yeah. sure if that's a good thing. Yeah. They, like, they're kinda like, Oh, remember remember these movies because they were kinda like they were kinda bad too. So you're like we're we're la laughing at them, but like we're making a shitty movie anyway. Yeah. So I, I don't know if we're supposed to like, you know, forgive uh, like a movie if it's supposed to be shitty like like that now format like i don't know yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a fine line it really it's a really fine line because you know you can make something that's just like so horrible that it's good and it's fun to watch like um maybe skyscraper not the rock one the anna nicole one uh, yeah <laughs> you know where like and it's kind of like you can do that and, and really get away with it but you've got to be really good at it and I feel like almost if you intentionally try and make a movie that's so bad it's good, it's not going to be good. You know, it's just going to be bad. Like, the the whole thing that makes a movie that's so bad it's good is that they, they really tried to make it good and just didn't, you know? <laughs> that's like with, 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 these, with these two movies, I don't think he's going... Like, people were like, when Mandy came out, it's like, oh, that's what cult movie... Is, is is like you know cult classic movie is or like that movie they went out they set out to make that I was like I don't think he did I think he just went may have to make a movie he wanted to make and see and it just happened to be kind of just so weird and kind of out there enough that people connected to it it's, I don't think he intentionally tried to like I'm gonna make a cult movie right which is like when you do that you usually make a shitty movie yeah absolutely when they try and when and all the cult movie or like movies that attempted to be cult movies. Uh, just you're right. They don't work out. They they have to happen organically, and I I think that's true too. That the guy is like I think he's just genuinely fucking weird. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time he's, uh, when he was talking about making this movie and like how it was kind of hard to get them funding for it and this and that, he's, he's like I guess he was frustrated at one point. He just like turned to like his his writing partner, producing partner was like, like can we just go out in the woods with Nicolas Cage in a fog machine and make a movie? Like, come on. <laughs> like, that's, that's all he wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't understand. Like, like, why do we have to put all this money into it? I don't get it. <laughs> it's like, why can't we just go do that and it'd be fine? I was like, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, pay off a couple of Nick Cage's freaking debt collectors and we'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I just hope, like, the, there's no like he hasn't said what he's doing next. This director, he said he's gonna take some time off, which is nice. But hopefully, he comes back with something original and that like gets sucked into like making 
making a franchise movie or something or like a remake or something i hope that doesn't happen yeah which is usually what happens right yeah they he, they get a freaking little bit of underground know-how for being innovative and get slapped right down into some bullshit it's like oh i want i want to remake something or i want to reboot something or i want to you know, do a sequel to something or i want to make a marvel movie and it's like that's it <laughs> that person that person's fucked you're done and I mean, it, it, all, at the same time, though, it's kind of hard to deny them that, you know. I mean, he, yeah, he's making a living off of Mandy, but it's not like he's gonna be able to set up his grandkids for college with like he would if he did Flying Man Seven or. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I would. Yes, yeah, I'd, I'd jump at the chance to do like a, a Transformers movie. That'd be sweet. A Transformers <laughs> movie would be pretty sweet, even if it's like Transformers Eleven. Um, yeah, still be still be pretty fucking rad. Especially, I think my dream, my the dream job, dream transformer job would be the the team up in the comic books they had a while back. It was GI Joe and Transformers team I up. Remember that we? I remember we both had that comic, and it was a good. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like in World War Two, I think. So they were like fighting Nazis. And it was like insane. Like it was like the greatest comic ever. Yeah. Or, you know, we could always go, if we're going to talk about cool fantasy movies, Ralph Snart, the movie. Just saying. saying. I forgot to look up and see if I had any. Damn it. We talked about, I think we talked about it last time or a couple weeks back. Yeah. Yeah. We could have, we could have Ralph Snart be in a movie or Lobo. I still don't know why they haven't given Lobo a movie because he's amazing. They've been talking about that one for like ever. Yeah. Um, I think Guy Ritchie was supposed to make one back in the day. Ew, I'm kind of glad he didn't. I don't exactly. Know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who could do freaking Lobo, right? Russ Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> like guy Richie's another guy who was like, it was like the first couple movies, like, yeah, this guy's awesome. But then like he started just doing crap. And I was like, oh wait, you're terrible, actually. <laughs> you're actually shitty at your job. Yeah, I work with a guy, and his name is John Meyer. And I keep calling him Russ. And Russ. <laughs> he's like, what do you call, why do you keep calling me Russ? So I was like, because of Russ Meyer. He's like a legendary director. And he's like, what? Like, never mind, man. Never mind. You've probably never seen <laughs> fucking Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. or. And I, I started to explain it. It got like a couple sentences and was just like, never mind. Sorry, Russ. <laughs> I'll try and stop calling you Russ. <laughs> I think I don't. I was just listening to the Steve Jones um, biography, the Sex Pistols, the guitarist. Yeah, and he was talking about the great rock and roll window. I think he said either he directed some or he was supposed to, but Russ Myers was involved at some point. Really, in that movie. that's a pretty good. I think movie. maybe he was maybe he was talked to about like being involved, but maybe he didn't actually be involved. But that, that, <clears throat> I never saw it actually. You never, I've never did. Seen it actually, it's so. actually no. it's pretty. There's a, a pretty. I mean, it's not really all that interesting of a story, but uh, whenever I was in middle school and high school and, you know, huge freaking punk rock, I love the Sex Pistols guy, like, I wanted to see that movie so, yeah. so bad, and, like, I freaking couldn't see it, because, you know, back then we lived in a hick town with, with no real access to, you know, that kind of video, and I graduated from high school and went to Ocean City to live, <laughs> And my neighbor and his friend were um, film students. 
and they had it. And I was just like, I've arrived. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm, I'm a fucking, I've arrived in the world. I'm hanging out with fucking film students and they've got the great <laughs> rock and roll swindle. And so I sat and like watched it and was in heaven. And then they made me watch John Waters films, which I had never seen before. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Nice. At that point. And, and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, well, you know, we're 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 gonna be big famous directors, and we're from Baltimore, so we gotta freaking, we gotta learn everything about John Waters. And I was like, who's John Waters? And they're like, oh, have you ever seen Crybaby? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, check this out and put on fucking Desperate Living. And I'm like, oh, this isn't no. like Crybaby at all. And they're like, well, no. it's also not like Hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's known for like hairspray and you're like, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, and you know, John Waters is kind of, uh, kind of crazy because he actually was able to pull off being the freaking king of like campy, cheesy movies like hairspray. I mean, that's like a, a freaking empire just in that like movie and play and musical and, and all that. But while he did it, he still kept his like, I've freaking made the trashiest movies in the planet credentials. Like, you know, usually you would like lose respect for him for it, but somehow you're like, dude, that makes him even cooler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he went on to like, after that he made, he still made like serial mom and Pecker and mm -hmm. Cecil be demented. You know, it's like, I mean, there's varying degrees of <laughs> success. Yeah. I think serial mom is great. Uh, Pecker's all right. And I think Cecil be demented. It's pretty good too. I don't love Cecil V. Demented. That made me very happy. <laughs> but he hasn't done one in a long time, I don't think. No, so. he, I don't think he's done any movies in a while. Like if I, I, I just read the, his hitchhiking book that came out, and he talks about it in his hitchhiking mm -hmm. book about how he's had real trouble getting any funding to make movies. Yeah, I guess like fortunately he writes books and does like speaking tours and like he's he's I think he hosts TV shows and shit like that. So I mean he's. Yeah, he's he's like, he's, well, he you know, I can I can freaking still dine out just on being John Waters <clears throat> and make a pretty good living for myself. So, I, I assume the hairspray money is helping because I'm pretty sure he's still getting from all of that. Oh, I'm pretty so, sure he still gets so fucking paid, man. <laughs> pretty penny from all of that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's oh, making man. more money from hairspray than he is from Pink Flamingos. Yeah, I think so. It's a sad world, so. but that's I, probably true. Well, it's like multiple maniacs. Like, I remember back in the day, I don't know if I've told this story before, but when we went to see him at signing in Columbus, I was I, I took my I took my the John Wise book and I took the multiple maniacs VHS box cover. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I went to get him to sign it. He's like, oh, I, like, I was like, He's like, oh, man, that's great that you have that, but I can't sign that because that's, like, an illegal copy, technically. You brought him a fucking like, oh. bootleg of his own movie. <laughs> yeah, but it had, like, a cover, and I, I borrowed, like, a, like, it's like a, it was a company, a legit company, like, put it out. But, yeah. like, somehow, like, they didn't technically have the rights for it or somehow. Like, <laughs> I was like, wow, was, like, the like well, I'm glad you got it, but, like, but I can't, I can't sign that. I was like, "Oh shit, sorry, I didn't know." He's like, "You should have told cool. him you also sorry. wanted co-author credit on one of his old novels." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, would like uh, co-author credit on the fuck uh, man. When I, him, when I met John Waters, he was speaking at Frostburg, and I just walked up and asked him if he wanted to come do some coke with me, and he said no. 
<laughs> He's probably very friendly about it. Yeah, he was really polite, and that, and, I, and then I actually had a drink with him in the auto bar, many years, mm. later, many years later, and I didn't bring that up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, That's we good. actually we actually met before, and I asked him if you wanted to do more <clears> coke, um, and he was like, he was really cool that time, because um, I was just sitting at the auto bar by myself, and uh, it, it's like this really crazy story where. I thought the Bouncing Souls were playing, and they mm. weren't playing, and um, I got dropped off, and the rest of my crew that I was with at the time went to see the band Nashville Pussy, and I got to the auto bar, and it was, like, empty, and then an all-ages show broke out, and it was just, like, a bunch of, like, 14-year-old kids, so I went up to the, like, the bar area, and... Like, I was like, he sat down. I was like, oh, finally, another adult. I was like, I was the only person that was over 18 down there. And it was kind of weirding me out. I thought I was coming to see the Bouncing Souls. And he was like, yeah, me too. I, I, I thought it was the Bouncing Souls, but they played yesterday. And he's like, I feel really, <laughs> he's like, I feel really, really old here. I was like, yeah, me too. And I look over and I'm like, holy fuck, it's John Waters. And like, I tried like so hard to be cool about it, but I was not cool about it at all. <laughs> um,. <laughs> But yeah, we sat. In is, is, oh, go ahead. I was, I was going to ask the, the auto bar is the, is a in in Baltimore. It's like you go down steps to go to it. It's like a small. Is that it? You used to at that point. It moved to the bigger venue. The original one, you you did have to go down to um go down steps, uh. But then it became really successful and moved to a bigger like a bigger bar. Mm. And um, okay. and in that one, you like you walked in, and there was a big concert area, and then there was like a set of steps at the back that you went up to, and there was like an upstairs with a pool table and a like a bar, and you couldn't go in there if you weren't twenty one. Okay, what did where did Ryan and them play? I thought it was the other bar. I think it was. I mean, it very well could have been because originally mm. it was just a tiny little sort of punk rock. Like it was actually originally a row house. And you like went down. It was it was shady as hell. You had to like go downstairs, and you went into basically what was originally a living room. And um, mm -hmm. if if you had to use the bathroom, you had to go down another set of stairs. And the toilet was like right behind where the bands played, so you'd be like trying okay. to pee, and it just would be blaring. And you could see like through holes in the wall the band playing and shit. It was weird. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to look up and see because I, I, I took picture. I took you know did a video with them there, and took pictures and stuff. And I think I think it was the Iowa bar. But I'll have to double check. Shit, I might have been there. Now that you say that, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I think it, I think it was like a, the week. I was, I stayed with Ryan for like a week, and like I was like that was the goal was like to go like film them do some stuff and like make a video of it. So they played a couple places, and I filmed them there, and then we went to see Motley Crue somewhere. But uh... surprise! <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, as soon as I did the video, like the band technically kind of broke up. I mean, supposedly oh. they're back together now, but like, but as soon as I make the video, it's like they all stop playing with each other for some reason. I'm not oh. sure. Is that Strider that or the Grand Striders? That was a uh, Throwing Heads. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, but they were good too. They were good live, and they, they I thought it was like. You guys do this all the time. They're like, no, this is the first time we've done this in a while. And then after after I left, I was like, have you guys been playing out? They're like, no. I was like, oh, I was like okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, guys? That's awesome. I was like, because you were good live. You guys were good live. Come on. Come on. 
Well, it happens. <laughs> I love the freaking metalheads in Beyond the Black Rainbow that got killed. They were pretty rad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was like... I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure we like we knew those guys. I'm pretty sure we hung out with those guys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I love the part where like he's talking and he's like, yeah, that chick was checking me out. She totally wanted to pork me. And I was like, yeah, yeah man, it wouldn't be an 80s movie if I, if somebody didn't reference sex as porking someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually like a slob guy, a slobby guy going, yeah, somebody I, wanted to pork her. I just love, what's the, the line in European Vacation where he was like, dad, look at them two. I think he's going to pork her. And he's like, he's not going to pork her oh. us. He's like, no, Chad, he's totally going to pork her. He's like, well, he might pork her. Am I still on? Yeah, you're good. Okay. I have to dial the plug in. Uh-oh. Plug in. Keep talking. You Keep running, talking. You're running out of, running out of uh, battery life there. Yeah, almost got it here. And this is our high-dollar podcast, folks, where we don't actually plug our laptops in or, like, really give a fuck about the quality. I don't think it, I, I don't know. Yeah, um, prop, propped up on a uh, on a on a cat cat paperweight. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're good now. So now, as long as the cat doesn't move, you're good. Or yeah, <laughs> I plugged into a charger, so we're good now. Okay, yeah. cool. So just in time to stop the podcast. Yeah, we're we're, <laughs> we're pretty much at the thirty minute mark here. And... I'm thinking, Ooh, have man. we ever done any John Waters movies? I don't think we have. You know, we talk about them a lot, but we've never done yeah, anything. Yeah, we're both from Maryland, and we do a podcast about movies. It's, like, kind of fucked up. <laughs> I think we were, I think we were holding out on to have him on. So Yeah, yeah. I'm going to reach out to him with something other, <laughs> yeah. than, other than cocaine. Yeah. Like, hey, do you want to come to my basement? And, uh, yeah, come hang out in my podcast. basement in Hagerstown. <laughs> do a podcast actually that, that, that does sound like something like he'd be like fuck yeah i'd do that <laughs> he'd be like i never get those types of offers anymore yes yeah, so <laughs> like, yeah, or he'd be like yeah just twenty three thousand dollars and i'll be there like, um <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> cool cool well, maybe just some john waters we'll figure out what's available and do some yeah john waters what then. we can hook up with and Thanks for listening. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, all that bullshit. <laughs> yes, the five um, of you, please. Thank yeah, you. thank you. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Uh... Right, peace. <laughs>